0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: I don't like no whips and chains and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me, baby. Whip your loving on me. Whips and chains and you can't tie me down. But you gonna whip your lovin' on me, baby. Listen, they gon' hate Jack Harlow forever because that's a bop. I don't care what color you are. That's a bop. He could be Pakistani. That's a bop. Okay? Please stop hating on Jack. Please stop hating on Jack Harlow. All right. Well, hello, and thank you for watching and listening to another episode of Unmedicated and Educated with Kita Rose. I'm Kita Rose, and here we deep dive, dissect, and sometimes diagnose because it seems... Everyone, including myself, when I don't take my meds, uh, has lost their damn minds, okay? The last, the last little episode that I dropped, I wasn't all the way honest. So in the beginning of the episode, I was like, you know, it was, it's kind of like my sarcastic humor that comes across kind of like crass to some people, but I was like, I want to post more consistently. I'm really pouring into this, you guys, but I lied. I said last year I was going to be consistent. Sorry, I lied. That really wasn't honest. I didn't lie purposely just to lie. I really, with everything, just being on tour, working at the radio, I, a bitch was tired. I'm a mother. I'm a veteran. I'm a bad bitch. I'm I'm tired. So um, this year I was and I am more intentional about being consistent. So I don't want to come off because for the people that don't know me, and I know I'm, I'm getting a lot of like new followers every day. The people that don't know me, I am delightfully, sweetly sarcastic. I'm very sarcastic. I fucking love sarcasm. I think it's the best thing ever created. I think that if you don't pick up on sarcasm and you don't understand like dark crass humor i feel bad for you because that is my favorite thing literally i I stir my coffee with sarcasm i just i don't know what to tell you so i really really was trying last year to be more consistent and i was really sad that like I felt like my YouTube was like failing, like dropping down so rapidly because I wasn't paying attention to it. Because there's 99 different apps, and I'm you know whenever I'm doing my thing, um, I kind of forget to post all the time. I kind of forget to take pictures and post because I'm in the moment. I'm also intentional about living my actual life. I do think that social media is important, especially if it's your job. But I think what's more important is spending time with your family and your friends and your kids. And so. All that was going on and that is the reason why I couldn't pose. Not because I'm just some like tough bitch that was just like, yeah, fuck my followers, no. If you're new here, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you're an OG, then you know what we came here to do, okay? Like, share, subscribe, talk in the comments. Tell me how you really feel. Today, today hurts. Um, Today I'm hurt because I'm going to say something that I thought I would never say, especially not in public. Now, I want you to know that no Dave Chappelle slander will be allowed on my page, ever. Because if you know me, then you know Dave Chappelle is like an icon to me. He's like an idol. Um, But I'm... Brace yourself, Kita, Just spit it out. I'm disappointed in Dave Chappelle. (gasps) I'm disappointed in Dave Chappelle, you know. Um, so I guess a couple days ago it came out that Dave Chappelle was at D-Ray Davis' comedy show. Apparently, D-Ray does like a comedy show every week. So Dave just kind of like popped in, right? Apparently, Dave Chappelle goes to D-Ray Davis' comedy show, right? And he has a few words for what Cat Williams did. Dave is not okay with Cat Williams rant, right? He's like, comedy is an art. He's like, Cat Williams is a painter. So why draw us, comedians, draw us in such a nasty, ugly way? And my only thing, the first thing I thought when he said that was, maybe I'm drawing what I see. Like, Kat in his interview, and I'm paraphrasing, but Kat in his interview was like, if you want me to speak nicely about you, if you want me to speak kind words about you, you possibly could have treated me kinder. Like, it's fucking, it's, 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 it's black and white. It's really simple. I know that Dave Chappelle is really big in the comedy industry, right? Like, he is, like I said, an icon. So, of course, some of the people that Cat Williams talked about was going to be his friends, his colleagues, people he worked with. We get that. And he doesn't agree with coming out and bashing anybody. I wrote some notes. Okay? Y'all hear that? I wrote some notes. Um, but one thing that really bothers me is when somebody comes out and says something, steps up and says something, and the first thing people say is like, oh, you're trying to tear black people down. First of all, if coming out and saying that a black person did something to me is tearing the black community down, we might want to start with is why did that black person do something to you? <laughs> like why did if I if I'm being harassed, if I'm being hit by somebody of uh, the black hue, I'm going to come out and I'm going to speak out about it. I'm going to say this happened to me. This experience was bad. I don't wish this experience on anybody. I'm standing up. I'm stepping up. I'm speaking out to raise awareness and to hopefully prevent this from happening to somebody else. Whether you're black, brown, or Pakistani, it happened to me. I don't give a fuck and I'm going to talk about it. This whole like fake ass, and I'm sorry. Because that's what it is. This whole fake ass alliance that we have, we're such a team, right? And I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm speaking to us for a second, y'all. I'm speaking to us. And those who are in the us know exactly who I'm talking about. Right, We have this fake-ass alliance when it comes to people speaking out negatively. But when it comes to what they're saying, right? when we talk about what they're actually saying, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want, mm, right? So we'll talk about how T.D. Jakes, some allegations come out that he may have done this. And it's like, no, don't say anything. You're trying to hurt the black community. Well, if these allegations are true, he hurt the black community first. I can't stand when we're finally able to be honest and open and talk. And people say, shut up. Don't talk about that. You're hurting the black community. You're hurting this community. No, the actions that, 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 that provoked me to speak, the actions that ignited my flame to fight was done by said person. So we're going to talk about it no matter what community they belong to, okay? Dave said, and I'm going to let y'all hear it. Dave said, hurt people hurt people, right? He's referring to Cat Williams. Hurt people hurt. Hurt people. But I'm a hurt person who's never hurt anybody. And as soon as he said that, I was like, that's your fault.
0: The niggas didn't say anything about any of these white boys. And none of these white boys talks like that. And hurt people, hurt people. But I'm a hurt person. They never hurt people. Cat was talking about shit that niggas did to other niggas. But not about anything.
1: The niggas did to him. I'm sorry, that's your fault. You get from me personally, and y'all can disagree. Let me know if you disagree with me in the comments. You can be that person who allows things to be done to you over and over again. We are so used to, as a society, this has nothing to do with black people or the community. This, this has to do with society. We are so used to being like, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Nothing happened to me. I'm all right. And you somehow think... That you get a badge of fucking honor. Because you shut up. You don't get anything when you shut up. You get walked over. You get silenced. You get looked over. Nobody gives a fuck because you never stood up for yourself. If you don't stand up for yourself, nobody in this world will. If you don't love yourself, nobody in this world will. If you don't... Hey, guys, it
0: is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Show that you're valuable. Nobody in this world will see your value. It's very simple. It's really simple. It's a, it's a super simple concept, right? So when he's like, hurt people, hurt people. But I'm a hurt person and I never hurt anybody. That's your damn fault. I'm not saying that you need to hurt people, right? So I get it. Something's done to me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to react. It doesn't necessarily mean that I need to hurt everybody that's ever hurt me, right? You'll never get anywhere like that. So I get where he's coming from. But in this sense, when we're not talking about physical violence, right? When we're just talking about, hey, this hurt me and I'm addressing it. And if it hurts you or your career or if it upsets you, I don't give a fuck. Because being quiet never got nobody nowhere. Being quiet, sitting down, being docile, being very reclusive, never got anybody anywhere. Stand the fuck up and say what you got to say. Now, you can say it in a respectful way you can say it with a respectful and more quieter tone you don't have to be so angry but people calling him angry is fucking triggering to me people calling cat williams angry for speaking his truth is so triggering because he wasn't screaming cussing standing up disrespecting shannon this man was sitting down telling jokes sipping and he needed to address something and that's exactly what he did mind you he finished the conversation but the conversation he didn't start Let's keep it let's keep it cute. So he said Cat was talking about things that niggas did to other niggas, but not talking about what niggas did to him. That's not true. That isn't true. He was talking about what everyone does to everybody. He exposed the industry. He he let out some rounds on some people, and yeah, some people caught some strays. Ludacris's wife caught astray every comedian's wife that's light-skinned with a stretchy face or kind of like a weird face that they talked that he talked about caught astray right kim kardashian caught astray when he said that kanye married a whore i do agree you cat was talking shit i ain't gonna lie to you cat cat could have left a couple people out. like uh the the you're hurting the black community i'm like mm. the hurt people hurt people and i'm a hurt person that never hurt anybody i'm like okay I get it But, um, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is the, is a comedian known. Dave Chappelle is a comedian known for coming out and speaking his truth and saying, like, I didn't want to wear dresses. Why do I have to wear dresses? This is why I left the industry. People are weird. This is what happened to me. Like, no, I don't think he's ever like called out name by name people that have done things. And I think that's what he's saying. Like things have happened to me. My jokes have been stolen, but I never came out and said anything again. Your fault. So saying that, oh, well, you know, I never hurt anybody. I never did anything. And look what happened to me. That's good. That's your story. That makes you what? I remember a time when my parents were so upset that these soldiers were like getting out of the military with um, disability checks and everything like that. My mom was so adamant. She was like, you know, when I was in the military, I never went to sick call. I never, I never did any of that. Even if my back hurt, even if my neck hurt, even if I was sick, even if I had pneumonia, even if I was, even if I had one leg working, I still went to work, and that was your fault. And she's gonna watch this. And she's gonna be like, girl, bye. But that was your fault. It was her fault. Um, not because And it's noble that you were strong, right? It's noble that you stood up and you didn't want to use, you know, the resources that you had available. It's noble, but also it didn't help you. It doesn't help you when you sit down and you don't say anything. It doesn't help you. You can only imagine people were saying that Dave Chappelle was bitter because People were saying that Dave Chappelle was bitter because he dropped his special on Netflix and I seen it and I was like, "Mm, not his best, but I'm going to always support. It wasn't his best special. That's the truth. Like, it wasn't the greatest special. He had better specials before, but people were saying that he was bitter or upset or hurt that Cat Williams interview dropped along the time that he dropped his special and got 52 or 53 million freaking views now. And again... I saw the special he's an icon he's an idol to me that wasn't his best special it was something that he rolled out of bed and did because he wanted to make a quick check and I feel like he should be able to do that he has trailblazed the, the comedy industry and the comedy world if Dave wants to roll out of bed and tell a couple of jokes that were like mm, he can do that I'm still gonna pay for it I'm still gonna support period So I don't really know. I... The way that I took it, the way that I received it was maybe Dave said something about some friends of his in the industry because... Or maybe Kat, sorry, said something about Dave's friends, one of Dave's friends, because Kat talks shit about like 14 people up in that bitch. You have to do things, you have to cross certain boundaries that you're not okay with crossing in order to plateau you to this stardom. And only a few make it without having to do that, and Dave Chappelle was one of it. One of them because he had pure talent, and Kat Williams is another that has pure talent. And people pissed me off in them comments when they were like, well, Kat's 59, 60 years old now, yeah, he fell off. Michael Blackston's black ass pissed me off when he was like cat's not even relevant you're not even relevant enough to talk about how cat's not relevant nigga who are you these people were so offended at people telling their truth you can get online and you can say that bitch is ugly and you'll get a million likes you can get online and you can be like my baby daddy ain't shit and get a million likes because people love negativity but when you stand up and you say this happened to me this is my truth this is wrong and this is what everybody's doing and this is how this person got this right then it's you're doing too much This is negative. You're hurting the community. Shut up. You don't give a fuck about the... You know how I know no one really gives a fuck about the community because the shade room's still (laughs) popping? The shade room is a daily dose of black-ass negativity. Every morning, if you want a daily dose of black-ass negativity, just sign on to a blog. Just scroll up and you'll see it. When Dave said that you have to cross boundaries that you're not okay with in order to plateau, it's the same thing as what Kat is saying. Kat is like, this is like the modern-day Oprah freaking interview that everybody wanted to see from dave we wanted him to talk we wanted him to tell us what happened we believed him we're gonna always believe him because he's nothing he's because he's not been anything but truthful when has he ever lied when has he ever steered us into the wrong direction cat's never done it either they try to say he's on drugs he might have been hell he might have been high as hell when them kids fought him fuck them kids kids are rude and he's short i don't understand okay he got slapped up by a couple of kids it's good that he didn't beat their asses now see everybody laughs at cat williams for getting beat up by children but if cat would have stole off on them kids and really beat the shit out them kids and everybody would have been like oh my god you're 46 you're and you just beat the shit out of a 13 year old he was not gonna win no matter what okay Kids are rude as fuck. Kids are disrespectful. And he probably was high off of marijuana while that's whilst that was happening. But don't sit up here and call me no crackhead if I never did crack. I'm with Kat. Don't call me no damn crackhead if I ain't never did no damn crack. <laughs> I'm with Kat. Okay, so what are y'all thoughts on this situation? Do you stand with Dave or do you stand with Kat? Are you, and this is not a, I'm telling you y'all, this don't gotta be no, one versus the other. I don't th- I don't even see it going like that because everybody has an immense amount of respect. I think now people have a crazy amount of respect for Cat Williams because what he did, how he stood up and, and stepped up and said something. But I also think people already have this like love and respect for Dave. So this is not a this or that. We're not picking and choosing just like, I'm going to listen to Nikki and Cardi. Stop. Huh. I don't want to be brought into the beef, right? I don't have the beef. But do you think Cat was right in what he said? Do you believe that when, uh, and I'm talking to us now. I'm talking to us, y'all. Okay, so other viewers, just w- one second. I'll come back to everybody. Um, do you believe that when a black person talks about another black person in public, <laughs> they are hurting the black community? Be honest. Like, if this is a conversation we need to have, and this is a conversation that I'm open to having, but I really feel like if a black person hits me upside my head, I'm going to go tell everybody that 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 black ass man hit me. Like, I'm not <laughs> If people are gonna talk shit no matter if I'm mad about it, sad about it, or I've got through it and now I'm glad about it. If people are gonna talk shit no matter what, let them fucking talk. And guess who's gonna talk louder? Me. We're gonna be talking all day, babe. You and me. Let's see. Alright? My vocal cords are strong as fuck. Because I'm not gonna shut the fuck up. That's what they want you to do. And there are so many powerful people that just sit there and shut the fuck up because they have to. Let me tell you something. Cat Williams didn't fall off. I can't stand when people say that he fell off. Him... Dave Chappelle and other people have came out and said, I don't want to do A, B, C, and D. I do not want to do this, and I'm not going to do it. And if that means that I'm not going to be on Steve Harvey's level or Kevin Hart's level, okay, you still know who I am. The industry is such a weird thing because it's not like people can just quit being famous and then go back to working at Quicken Loans. No one's going to hire you. You bring too much traction, too much attention to the wrong shit. We're not able to sell this these products. You can't work here. So it's like, that's why people go ghost and start to like ghost write and do things and write scripts and, and screenwrite and do things behind the scenes because they have to stay in the industry. One, they're good at what they do Two, But three, they don't want to be in the spotlight anymore. It's too much. It's too much fucking pressure. They say like, people love to be like, well, money don't buy happiness. Well, shit, it's going to buy me happiness. Well, you know what? And it's hard to believe that because every motherfucker up here with money be mad as shit, mad, getting cheated on, getting fat dying from surgeries, what else? What else? Add some more in the comments. So it's like, yeah, money buys you happiness, but you actually gotta be happy to enjoy that money. (laughs) Because if you're a miserable fuck, you're just gonna be a miserable fuck with money. So let me know how you guys feel in the comments. Another thing that I really wanted to touch on y'all, and I'm sorry, this is such a long ass fucking video, but another thing that I really wanted to touch on is Gypsy Rose Blanchard. This is gonna be very short. Now, for those of you who don't know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard is, let me look, because I got my notes. What was it, 2016 or 2006? In 2016, Gypsy was a maybe preteen, maybe child, right? She was a child. She wasn't an adult. So um, she was under the care of her mother, but maybe she did commit that at, like, 18. Listen, I listened to the story, like, a long time ago, so I'm not really keen or privy to the facts, but let me just give you what I got. She looked like a child. Regardless if she was or not, 16, 18, she looked like a kid. Her mother had Munchausen syndrome, and no, it's not something that I Spice suffers from. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? Mm, that nigga, Munch. No, it's not that. Munchausen, by proxy, um, is basically she either made herself feel sick People that suffer from Munchausen syndrome, they make themselves sick or they make other people in their care sick in order for the world, right, to give them sympathy. When you see somebody, a small child, especially with cancer, you open the door for that person or you let that person go first in line or you give that person money because you feel really bad that they're in a fucked up situation. She wasn't really sick. She was a healthy young girl. Her mom kept her away from her father, kept her away from a lot of friends. Her mother controlled every single one of her movements. Okay, looked through her phone. She wasn't allowed to go anywhere without her mother, right? And so she had to play sick. And not because she knew that she was sick and she was just playing along with her mom. She really thought she was sick. If you are a child and your mother's like, hey, you have a cold, you're not going to really necessarily fight it. You're like, I, I feel fine, but if you're saying this, maybe I'll go along with it. Okay, I'll put the Vicks on. I'll put the socks on. Okay, I'll go to sleep now, but mom, I feel fine. And that's what the situation was with Gypsy. She felt fine, right? Until her mother purposely made her sick. She pulled some of her teeth out. She told people that she had leukemia. She shaved her head. Um, I don't know like it was a really really messed up story and when I saw the Lifetime movie about it I was like oh no like I would have I would have done the same thing goodbye I don't know if I would have been in the room or done what she did after the fact I don't know how I would have did it because I you know shout out to good mothers shout out to mothers who even if they're suffering from mental health hello still want to get help still want to make sure that they're the best mother ever Because your child shouldn't suffer just because you're suffering with a mental illness. Get help. It's okay. It doesn't make you weird. It doesn't make you this or that. It doesn't make you less of a woman, less of a person, right? You have a sickness. You have an illness. So just like anybody else that might be sick or physically ill, they go get help. It's not hard. It's not a hard concept to understand. Shout out to the mothers that know that they're mentally ill, but they're fucking trying every day to make sure that they don't scar their kids. Shout out to us. Okay. Um, but Gypsy was really sick. So she got, she gets with this guy on this Christian dating app and they formulate a plan to kill her mother and the plan works. And, she went to jail for eight years, and people are talking so much shit. Oh, I'm mad that Gypsy Rose is going on press releases because now she's free. Now, one conspiracy theory is that her mother just came back from the dead and became her, her husband because people are saying that they look alike. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> Another thing that people are saying is, why did you only get eight years, but the guy that actually committed the murder, you know, your, your ex-boyfriend, uh, what was his name? Nick Jodagan? Jodagan? go Go to John, Nick go to John. Why is he in jail for life? Well, he actually killed her. Like if he never killed her mother, then they would have just been in the room looking at each other weird. Right? Because gypsy didn't commit the actual crime. Now she had a hand in it. She planned it. She, she thought it through. It was premeditated. They knew what they were going to do and they did it. And she did her, she did her time, but she didn't actually stab her mom. Nicholas did that. And you know, one would raise the question. I don't know why people are like, why is he not in jail? Well, Why didn't he get out? It wasn't his mom. Right. Right. It wasn't his mom. It wasn't even his mom. He wasn't even going through that abuse and still was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He should. I don't know. I don't know if he should do life, but you should do a long ass time. Because I don't know anybody that's just willing to be like, oh, you're going through some shit. I'm going to do. I'm going to handle it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to risk my life for you. Just met you. I'm going to risk my life. I don't know. It just, I don't. It's not something somebody mentally sane would do. So, Um, Now she's out, she's married I don't think that she's doing anything wrong She's making TikToks and she's living her life And people are pissed off about it because she's famous Guess what babe, she would have been famous regardless Because she killed her mom She would have been famous regardless because Netflix And Lifetime and all the media outlets And the YouTubers made lots of money Like millions of dollars off of her story So we already knew her She was already famous So I don't get the whole like Gypsy Rose hate I don't understand that. Maybe if you understand what's going on, you can like put it in the comments, why you feel like people are hating on Jip Jip, but Jip Jip didn't do nothing wrong. And if I was a judge, Jip Jip would have got off in eight days. Okay. I'd have been like, Hey, listen, you're going to go to prison for eight days. I'm going to let you go to a rehabilitation center for eight weeks. And then after that, do your big one. Um, in a lot of interviews where she says that she wishes that her mom didn't die that she just wished the abuse would stop. And unfortunately, that's what happens when we're being abused by family members um, and people close to us, right? We don't want them to go away. We don't want them to die. We don't want them to be hurt or go to jail forever, but we just want it to stop. And they're not stopping. So you don't know what to do. And a lot of people stay, say they want to stand up for victims and this and that until the victim becomes victorious and now you hate her and now you she doesn't need to be famous and now, no, she needs that money. Hell, yeah, she needs that fame and money. Yes, one, because they got rich off her story. They got rich off her pain. They got rich off the fact that her mother has passed away. Her mother's dead. So, yeah, she deserves that money and now she deserves a nice life. Now, if she does anything else wrong, if she's not a good member of society, if she's not a pillar of her community, sure, call her out, whatever. But does this lady deserve to live a good life after she served eight years for a crime that she definitely committed, definitely admitted to? Yeah, she deserves to have a good life. She has 10 million TikTok followers. She was famous before she got on TikTok. Hell, we all knew about her. We know about Lizzie Borden too. Lizzie Borden whacked her family. They made a song about it. Top 10 on the billboards. Lizzie Borden had an ax. We all know about it, okay? So I don't understand the Gypsy Rose Blanchard hate. We're not doing it here. Unless something else came out, and she like, ha ha, I meant to do this shit, or, you know, if she says something crazy about the situation and the case, then yes, let's revisit this. But until then, Gypsy and her BD, I'm going to say big dick husband, because that's what she said, she said, baby, that dick is great. Also, you were in jail for a long time, and, you know, you didn't really develop like most kids would have developed. You didn't really develop like most teenagers who, you know, have the hots for other teenagers. You were kind of like, you know, in prison. So... Her getting out and marrying him is an interesting choice. Again, a lot of people feel like it's her mother reincarnated. (sighs) That's such a fucked up thought. I don't know. You know, the messed up thing about trauma is that it could be like, you know, you kind of do look like my mom and it kind of does bring me peace. And this is how I can get through my life. So I do love you because you remind me of my mom. And I'm not saying that's what's going on with Gypsy, but like that's what trauma can do to a person. And until you've been through that level of trauma... People be like, my mom was a bitch too. Like, she totally didn't let me go to that party. Did she rip out your teeth? (laughs) Oh no? Oh. Then you didn't go through that level of trauma that she went through, right? If you have an issue, if you have a mental illness, it does not make you weird. It does not make you sick. It does not make you crazy. It means that you have an illness just like others that have illnesses. First of all, I would just like to say that a lot of people have mental illnesses, but just because they won't go see that lady and they won't go see that psychiatrist doesn't mean they don't have it. It's kind of like the uncle that never goes to the hospital and then you find out one day that he has, like, stage 9 cancer because he never got anything checked or fixed. Yeah, like, you still had that shit, bro. You were just living your life. So it doesn't make you weird. We need to kill the stigma. Stop the fucking stigma. Yeah. Okay. Because when we don't get help, especially as parents, when we don't get help, All of our shit just trickles down to our kids. And eventually, it could come back and kill you. No pun intended. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening and watching another episode of Unmedicated and Educated with Kita Rose. I'm Kita Rose, and until next time, I will holla. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse with family.